Welcome back to another Your 45 podcast where we are young, opinionated, and relatable. It is Moye. It's your boy Rev, y'all. What's good? We know that uh, right now it's kind of crazy. I mean, how you feeling? <laughs> is that how we going to start? How you feeling? <laughs> how you feel right now with nothing being said specifically about what's going on? Um, what's your first when you walk outside? You live in LA. When you walk outside, what is what is the the feeling of the atmosphere to you? The feeling of LA right now. Yeah. In my opinion, compared to two weeks ago. So last time I was here. How has LA changed in two weeks? Mm-hmm. Um. Well. There was no curfew two weeks ago, that's for sure. Is that really being enforced, though? Uh, I think so. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to risk it, but... It sounds like like Olympus has fallen almost every night around 5, 6 o'clock. It's like that. Yeah, it's like that. All right, well, so pretty much it's... uh, it's a, it's a ghost town in a way, but, like, niggas are defeated, is what you're trying to say. I wouldn't say, say defeated. Is falling. That's a tragic moment. I'm just, I was using that as more of a illustration for, um, like, police and military presence. Mm, okay, okay. I see that more now. So they're out here. They're saying... Right. That they they are in your face with it, pretty much. Right. All right. Well, as everybody knows, right now is a very weird and just unrealistic time. Um, I haven't really spoken on this too much from a social media standpoint, but all the protests and actually, let's not go straight to protests first, but. I want to ask you something. So, regarding George Floyd, right? Mm -hmm. The whole thing that went down. Have you seen the video? No. You haven't? Not the real video. And I'm not even going to, like... I'm not mad or judging that you ain't seen it. Because it Mm -hmm. took me a hot minute to watch it. Right. Because I already knew what happened, right? We all heard. Right. You know? And I knew that once I watched it, I was going to be like... I don't know what was going to happen. I was going to be super pissed or just... Right, it was going to change your mood. Who who knows? Well, yeah, I knew it was going to fuck up my mood, first of all. Right. And depending on where I was at, who knows how I could act. Right. And then it was in the heat of like the uprising of the whole, I guess, what came next, which is what we're in now. Um, so I saw it for the first time last week. And after watching the full video, bro, it is... It's crazy. Like, that shit is, is sad as fuck. Like, the the officer kneeled on old boy's neck, on George Floyd's neck, mm-hmm. for close to nine minutes. Literally, bro. And motherfuckers around are telling, like, what are you doing? Like, st- right. you see he's crying for help. Like, and you can hear him. Mm-hmm. Please, please, stop, please, crying for help. And this man is just on his neck. I was in a, I was on a plane, 
when I was watching this in my seat. <laughs> is that a, a flex? <laughs> no, it's not a flex, but I'm just giving you an idea of the location, you know, because before. Said I was in uh, first class part of the morning <laughs> when I first watched the video. You no, know. <laughs> nah, but um, I'm, I'm looking at this video, right? And I'm, I'm getting emotional. And I look to the left of me. Uh, first of all, on the plane, there was no um, middle seats. No one could sit in the middle. So just aisle and window. In the aisle seat, I look to the left of me, and it's this old white dude. Right? Mm hmm Instantly, after watching this video, what do you think I'm thinking, bro? You just turn and look. <laughs> I don't know what you... <laughs> it'd probably be a... Uh... What you said, what are you thinking? Yeah, what do you think is going on through my head, bro? I think you're um, deflecting your, maybe your anger onto this to passenger this next to you. Onto <laughs> this bystander. Right. Next to me. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not going to lie, I did. Mm. And I'm not a racist person. Like, I, I got a bunch of white friends. Uh, I want to say a bunch, but I've got, I got white friends, and I fucked around with white women. But in this moment, I, I was angry. I was very angry. Right. And a part of me wanted to like take it out on this person for no reason. Just seeing someone that looks similar to the cop, like I said, he was an old white dude. Mm-hmm. You know. How? But I, what's up? Go ahead. But um. I, I realized that I was doing this. I caught myself. Realized I was, you know, giving off this energy, this vibe. And it, it, it just made me feel a way that the media, because people who are watching news like crazy, that's all we're seeing right now. It's fucking, it's protests, war in the streets, niggas looting, like just crazy shit. Right. And they're kind of making it like, kind of like a race war man in a way mm. and I'm glad that that's not happening I feel like that that is something that it could have a way it could have went but seeing how things are unfolding that's not gonna happen you don't think so nah man it's, nah what do you what do you gotta say I don't wanna um I think in some ways or in some areas mm -hmm. the the country is already like divided because of this yeah for sure like um like in the sports wor world for example right mm -hmm. um have you seen drew Brees' comments i did and uh you see like his teammates and other um, people's reactions right other professional athletes comments it's you can see how you can see the divide in the the black and the white community you can yeah and they're really pushing that narrative. That there's a divide? Yeah. Because there is, though. But, like, they're really focusing on, on, on when there is a divide. Which is what I don't like, man. Because so, what would you rather happen? I, what I like seeing mm -hmm. when I look on my social media now, because all it is, it's flooded with, with the protests, Black Lives Matter, everything that's going on right now. Right. Outside the outside of our walls, it's it's just it's flooded with that. But what I love seeing on that is all the positive shit that comes out of it. 
Mm-hmm. You know? Like when it shows these people, no matter what their skin is, rallying in different areas of America, and it's peaceful protests. Right. There, and then you even see like some videos where cops are leaving their posts and, and joining these protest mm-hmm. protesters, or when they get to a, a point where everybody stops walking the protesters and they they stand in one area and somebody gives a speech and right. it's very inspiring when i see those i'm like damn this is dope this is so cool you know like it's crazy seeing everybody come together like this so i keep when i say the media it's just the times i've seen the news they're just making it look like it's straight mayhem out there so what is what's your opinion on the on the protests, I guess, in general, and like the looting, what's your what's your stance? Well, before we before we get into that, I want to say with the George Floyd, like, uh, respect to his family, you know, for everything that happened, and it's it's great to see that. Even though you know it was very tragic that he died and all that, it's great to see that so much change has come from that. Right. You know, because one of the, the the biggest things to me was how come this one tragedy made such a big change when this happens all the time. Right. Here in L.A., motherfuckers is dying left and right. Right. For little things, you know. And like, yeah, George Floyd. He, I think, what the original <clears throat> issue was why the cops were called him and everything. He had a counterfeit twenty dollar bill. Mm. So he dies for some something so stupid, so minute. So it's great to see what is happening from this. But why I'm gonna say before we get into the protests, right? Do you think that is it because we are in before that happened, we were quarantined, we're in Corona times, and people are already upset with the world? Why they added this in the mix? It made it such a bigger thing. Do you think if we weren't in, in dealing with the coronavirus stuff and this George Flood incident happened, would we still be where we're at right now? Like, would, it, would the outcome be the same? I think there's no way of knowing. But what would you say? How would you... What was your thoughts on that? I think it, it could it could have been the same. Because how many more, you know? <laughs> <laughs> because how many more? What do you mean? How many more innocent um, black lives had to be taken, you know, before one caused a big uprising? Mm-hmm. So I still think it could have been this one that caused this reaction. Right. Um, one thing with me why I feel like this one was so crazy, because like I said, when I saw the video, bro, it made it more, it made it more intense. Mm. Dude was on his neck for. Nine minutes? Right. That's so crazy. Alright, well, and now, what, what were you saying now? With, um, you had a question about the protests. Just your thoughts. I like it. I So my first time experiencing <laughs> a protest and all that. So when I told you I was on a flight when I saw the video. Right. So I was coming back to San Diego from Seattle. And when I was in Seattle... I uh, got a little tour of downtown, downtown Seattle. Got to see the city, drive through it, stop at different restaurants, this and that, because they're they're more open than California. 
Like you're not it's not required to have a mask to go into establishments. Oh really? And this is that yeah, yeah. They're kinda like how we were like last month, let me say. Mm. <clears throat> and I remember when I was down there, as we we're getting ready to leave downtown, we see that the protest is about to start up. Right. Right? So they're starting to block off streets and this, this and that. You're seeing people, a lot of people start going in one direction. And I remember looking at the homie like, man, what do you think this protest is going to be like? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, it's probably going to be one of the most peaceful protests ever. It's Seattle. Right. I'm like, you probably right. Like, I don't know what these fuck Like, literally the vibe of Seattle is just coffee, rain, and then weed. They got some smokers down there. So... To my knowledge, you know, I'm thinking, like, yeah, it's going to be something chill. Two hours later, maybe an hour and a half later, get a message on my phone, an alert, emergency alert, saying that immediate curfew activated for the city of Seattle. Mm. I'm like, what? What the fuck is this? And and everybody else I'm with gets the same message, too, at the same time. They're like, what the fuck? And I'm like, yo, you think it's the protest? like, nah. Niggas turn on the TV. See that there's mannequins in the street, cars on fire, people looting stores. Like, what the fuck? And that was like my intro into the protest. Right. Because before that, I never, I didn't really see, I didn't see any protests. Now that I think about it. Like, I heard about it, but I didn't really see for myself. Like, the, get, getting the, the view of it in person when I was downtown a little bit. And then seeing it on the news just made it a lot more real. So seeing that, I was like, damn, this is crazy. I was just thinking, like, yo, how the fuck am I going to get home? Like, this shit better not affect the nigga's flight. Like, right. <laughs> you know? But I think that the protests are cool up until the point where people start looting shit and start, like, burning everything. So what's your opinion on the looting? I'm against the looting, bro. Because to me, what if I'm out there... Mm-hmm. And somebody starts looting some shit. I'm gonna be put in a tough situation. And the fact that I know I shouldn't be doing it mm-hmm. just means I, it's not good. I shouldn't be fucking with this. What do you mean you're gonna be put into a tough situation? Like say like I'm near like a I said a flight club got looted. You're out a there. Shoe store. Yeah, it's gonna be hard to resist that. To resist to join into the looting. Yes, it's Damn, going to be very really hard. My take on the. Looting and protesting is, it's hard to say what is a, what would be a calculated response to centuries of discrimination and killing and mistreatment in your own country. See, but they're looting for the wrong reasons, I feel like. I understand looting to get a message across. Right. Like, just fucking shit up so it's like hear us out mm-hmm. this is this is what we're doing we don't agree with whatever that fucking store is doing right all that and that's why we're fucking everything up right. not no let's let's loot the Gucci store nigga so we get some Gucci bags right cause then you're making everybody look bad all of us that are are, are for the movement are looking bad when someone people are looting stores like that right well I think I think part of the black community could be feeling like um, we've been trying the the other methods of protesting and getting attention. Like Kaepernick had been kneeling, mm-hmm. and we saw where that got us. So 
You know, they could be trying to take the protest in a different way to, you know, gain some more But the thing is attention. When I'm seeing the videos of looting, I'm rarely seeing black people do it. I agree. I agree. So I feel what you're saying, but I'm rarely seeing black people actually doing the work. I also saw a video recently, I think this was like yesterday, of uh, of a black person looting, mm-hmm. and then another black person leave the protest and grab him and be like, you're not an ally of the black community. See? See? Like, what are you doing? Because as a black person, I know that's too much to lose. Why? So we got a protest, but all black lives matter, right? Mm-hmm. And we're, we're preaching change you know and a positive message you know this we want we want change out of this we want to be respected we want equalism out of all this right and then you got motherfuckers coming around just fucking the whole street up as we're saying all this stuff and moving as a unit right it's just gonna make us look bad it's not gonna get the right message across like kind of what you were saying before you said you saw a video that some black dude Went to loot, came back, whatever. You know, the whole spit. Right. I seen some video where John Jones, mm. the UFC fighter. Right. He was out in the streets at a protest, and he was walking around, seeing two guys start tagging shit up, throwing bricks. He ran up there and flexed on them crazy. Right. Put that shit down, put that shit down. Give me that spray can, give me that spray. Flexed on them crazy. They didn't want no smoke. <laughs> of course this is John Jones though yes and, and the funny thing what I noticed they weren't even black they were white mm. he said nothing about that no no but he the fact that he stopped that it just shows man you know that's that's not a good sign like it's not a good look for, for the movement for that to be happening I think it's it's hard to say because we're all gonna react to this differently yeah so I can see how um, someone could feel that um, tagging up the community, destroying murals, could <laughs> not be the best. Right? Because it, at the end of the day, it is your own community. You're fucking up your own community. But like I said earlier, um, it's hard to quantify what is a the correct response to centuries of mistreatment. You're right, you're right. And I and it's crazy because I've seen even videos of like like mom and pop shops, right? The store owners standing in front of their fucking stores. Defending. Defending their stores. Yeah, speaking of that, I saw, I watched a video of um, a property manager coming out to his property after um, a night of like uh, a protest, and he saw he said he saw looters um, like damaging his his property on the news the night previously, and the next morning he came out and seen it, and he did an interview, and it was just heartbreaking, man. I'm sure he was he was in tears and his blood, sweat, and tears, little little tear, literally tears, all into that. Right, destroy. And shit is, but and this may sound, I mean, it's not gonna sound fucked up, but this is one thing I thought of though. When all these looting and like stores getting fucked up, 
those niggas got insurance, they're cashing out. Right. Because think about it. None of these stores were open to begin with just because of the corona shit. Mm-hmm. So by everybody fucking up these stores, insurance is about to cash out on all of them. But the insurance uh, companies aren't going to have any money. So they could run out. <laughs> They've been collecting for fucking centuries, man. Yeah. Insurance is a whole nother topic. That is just that's a scam. I want to say it's a scam, but that's you're getting finessed. Yeah, something else too about um, the looting is uh, like you said, the insurance can fix you know the buildings and and they stuff, can. but the lives the lives aren't coming back. No, the lives aren't. <laughs> so that like, means you're pro protest. No, you're pro loot during protest. <sighs> I wouldn't say I'm pro loot, but I understand the loot. <laughs> you understand the loot. I, I wouldn't loot myself, but I understand the loot. So what would bring you to loot? I don't think I would loot. Even, yeah, I wouldn't loot. Personally, I wouldn't loot, but I understand if... People deal with things differently? Yeah, if a um, one of my black colleagues decided to loot. I could understand. You stop that nigga? Like, if one of the homies was looting? Yeah. If me and him went out to a protest and I just seen him looting? He just picked up a brick, threw it at the Gucci store. <laughs> I would be like, man, nigga, you on your own. I'm continuing with the Peace Boy like, protest. What's wrong with you, nigga? Come on. Let's get this bath. <laughs> Come like, on, nigga, you on your box. own. Gucci headband. <laughs> Gucci backpack. On the wildest looting I've seen <laughs> was somebody broke into the the Dodge dealership and showed, stole a hell a Hellcat. What? Yeah, and drove off. <laughs> Niggas stole a Hellcat. Niggas was stealing whips. <laughs> oh, see, you see, this is what I'm talking about. Was it was it actually a black person? Yeah, it was a black person. <laughs> the cops was rolling up. Niggas stole a Hellcat. I want to see that video. Like, hey, if I was looting though. Yeah, I would. I'm aiming high. I'm aiming high. How did he? So the keys are just in the. No, I'm. I'm assuming they hotwired it. Cause it's supposed to start anyway. Oh yeah. They was stolen a Hellcat. They got to be able to track it, though, right? I don't know. I've never worked for a dealership. I don't know how that works. Imagine that. But they probably, they could probably track it by the VIN, <laughs> by the VIN number. So they got to be able to track it. Like this, this nigga just took a Hellcat. Who knows what his living situation like? <laughs> He could be living in, in in the ghetto. Just pull up with a Hellcat. I stole a Hellcat. I'm shocked. Like I'm trying to picture it. That's like, that's like some. That's like a Grand Theft Auto mission. <laughs> <laughs> Steal a car from the dealership. Right. <laughs> and it wasn't just one. It was like a group of a group of people. So Everyone stealing a car. They just rolled out that thick. It was like five five people. And then one one person recording the video who was with the squad. It's <laughs> <laughs> a Hellcat. I remember I seen people go up into like uh, Apple Store and just go crazy with phones. I've seen. I guess the Flight Club to me was the most like craziest, just because that was the one time where I saw the looting being committed. And I'm like, shit. Would I? I think Flight Club was just so big because it's. Uh, it's big in the black community. It's very big in the black community. Like, I don't even... 
I'm sure that it's not a black owner of Flag Club. Oh, I'm not I'm sure. sure. I'm sure it's I'm not. Because sure. right? I don't think so. And that's one thing. Like, I hope, and I'm sure it's happened, just because people being wild in the moment. But I hope a lot of black-owned businesses aren't getting affected negatively by this. Because one thing in my area in San Diego, like a, um, at least for the social media for San Diego area, uh, a trending post is a post that shows all the restaurants that are owned by black people. Right. And it's making everybody in San Diego aware. So I'm sure they're there. They're getting a lot of um, good. I just had a thought <laughs> of uh, the one time or just an example of when I would step in when I saw somebody looting. Mm-hmm. If I was in San Diego and I saw anyone trying to loot any of the Jamaican spots. I'm running up. You got to. <laughs> I'm running up. You got to. That's, people aren't looting food, though. It's true. They're not looting for food. But that that uh, that video I was talking about earlier, where the property manager was interviewed, mm-hmm. the his properties were restaurants. Really? Yeah. People were just still, you know, destroying the. The buildings. That was this. See that. That type of looting, I can, I can accept more, than looting to steal. Mm. If they're looting to just like, get the anger out, like man, fuck, God, you know, just going crazy. Right. I like I said, I can accept that more because that's probably what I'll be a part of. Like really, just really, really angry about everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. I'm in. I'm in. I'm part of a protest. Somehow it goes sideways because what, maybe somebody gets gets really affected. Oh, so one one thing I forgot to say about the time uh, in the Seattle protests. One thing that was crazy: a little girl, like probably around the age of eleven, she got maced by an officer. Bro, that shit was sad to see. Yeah, a lot of. And you can't even be like. Well, why was a little kid out there? It's a protest, bro. Right. Yeah, a lot of uh, <laughs> cops have been showing their, their true, true colors. colors man. True, true colors are coming out. I feel like... <clears throat> I feel like a lot of law enforcement are similar to a lot of people who you'll see having high-ranking um, positions in the military. They're like... The same type of people. So this is a question I was going to ask you later on in it, but since we're we're here at a good moment, me and you, we we were in the military. Right. We were security forces in the military. Right. Slash military police. Right. So we have kind of seen the other side. Yeah, we have. When, when, when we say other side, it's, it's the mindset that these officers are trained to be in. Right. How do you view the officer's side now? The other side of this of the protest? Just in general? Mm-hmm. Um I mean they're in a tough spot. <laughs> they're in a tough spot. But you can still go out there and uh do your job and maintain the oath you swore by, you know, protecting and serving by not um, abusing your power. So if you had to be out there? If I had to be out there? 
Moment, how would you feel? I don't know if I, if I would be out there. Military got deployed to the shit. You know that. Right? Yeah, I know. National Guard. I mean, those niggas ain't been active for. So we're, <laughs> like before Christ was born. So let's just say that, um, like, a, a, for this hypothetical, right? Yeah. I'm stationed stateside. Yeah. And we get orders to like help go, yeah, help the help the police. That's because uh, that's a very that's a, that's a very likely possibility. Yeah. Right. If you stationed uh, stateside, because you already work with. You um, work hand in hand with the police on certain um, incidents, right? Already, yeah, that happen off base or within, like close to the base. It's not, you're working with local law enforcement. I forget what they're called. <clears throat> uh, it doesn't matter. But um, so if me and my partner, or just me in general, you you get deployed to go help be presence in the protest. For the, the police. To go form the line or whatever. So whatever, whenever it comes to line formations, you're already aware because we learned that shit. Right. When it comes to like riot gear, all that. just I got to go don up, don the riot gear. Yeah. That's tough, man. Because military is different from if I was just a civilian cop. Because military, it's a little bit uh, more severe. As far as the repercussions, if I, if I was to just walk away, like say, fuck this, I'm not doing it. Right. Um, damn. What would I do? Mm-hmm. Where am I at? What state am I in? <clears throat> you're here in California. You're here in LA. You're, in, you're at home. You're here, bro. I'll be, I'll go out. But I'm gonna just try to be as uh, positive and. Yeah, you gotta go. Yeah, helpful as possible. Honestly, and that's that. Like you said, it's because the military. You gotta go. Right. But in the moment, there at the protest, being part of the line formation, blocking whatever direction the protest is going, and people are yelling at you, people are throwing things at you. How would you feel? Why I'm asking this question? Because I know there's cops out there. Who are broken. Who are, yeah, who are heartbroken just as much as the people protesting. Right. Who hate that type of shit because it affects them as a whole. Yeah, I would probably, under my face shield or face mask, whatever, tears would probably be. It would probably be a, a, a get out tear. Yeah. It'd be tough. Would be falling because um, it's like you're, you're caught in between two, two worlds almost. Yeah, you are. You definitely are. And like me, if I was in your well, your position. <laughs> Whoa. If I was in that position. <laughs> I depending on how crazy the protest gets, I would join the protest. I don't give a fuck if if um what the military would do to me. And right. I would go there, like I said, I would go to my post, but I would join in the protest while I'm there. Right. You know, I'm not gonna leave my my area, no, and just you know, just stroll with them. But no, when they get to my location, I'm gonna support everything they're doing. It'll be about that, and try to keep the the hostility to the the min- a minimum. Right. <clears throat> and that's just the best thing I could do in that situation. That's why I like I love seeing 
when the cops are are just choosing to be a part of the protest. All right. That's so powerful. Such a powerful movie. Yeah, I think um, something I just thought of was uh, when you see those police um, like brutality videos mm-hmm. as of late during the protest, mm-hmm. and the cops be swinging the batons crazy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I just be thinking. I don't even think because like at least for me and you, like in the military, mm-hmm. we never really um, had training where somebody was attacking us with a baton. Because those the batons are hard as fuck. Yeah, they bro. are. You yeah. swinging that at someone with force? You're fucking, you're breaking bones. Breaking bones, bro. Yeah, you are breaking so bones. So th- for them to be doing that, like it's... I don't know if their baton is the same baton we have, though. I don't know, man. I'd have to look. Because our batons are... I get what you're saying. Because I've seen a video of like five, six cops beating one dude's ass with, with a, a baton. baton. A protester. Like, that nigga should be dead, man. Exactly. Just, as, they, as they disperse, it's just a body just laid in the Wasted street. GTA. Wasted, like, oh, shit. Yeah, so I thought that that's extreme. Very extreme. Mm-hmm. So, um, question I got for you, though, now that we kind of looked at both sides in a way. Mm-hmm. Would you be attending any protest? Yeah, I would. Will you be attending? Yeah. Relax. The protest in LA. So have you gone to any? No, not as of yet. I would have. So I had a chance to go to one in uh, San Diego area. Not yesterday, but a couple days ago. Right. And I chose not to go with the the people asking me to go with them. Mm Mm-hmm. Only because I, I wasn't uh, I wasn't sure of that area, how people would act in that area. It's an area called OB in Ocean Beach in San mm-hmm. Diego, and they're they're like the like the the hipster hippie type of crowd. You can either go one of two ways. Yes, <laughs> a lot of people can be free there, you know, in Ocean right. Beach when they go out. Speaking of um, protests <clears throat> in San Diego, when I seen that. Um, La Mesa was trending on Twitter. Yeah. And then seeing that niggas was... That people <laughs> <laughs> burned down uh, buildings in La Mesa. I was stunned. Bro. Because... Yeah. <laughs> That's close to home. That's... Oh, well, for my house, it's really close to me. You know, you just live in the same area. Right. I haven't even seen the sites. I don't want to see it. You know, La Mesa downtown super nice. Right? And they, they just, just fucked up right now. Fucked up. But anyway, like, so I didn't go, and a part of me, too, which was against going, so the two individuals, one particular, when when he was presented the idea to me, he also was planning on wearing a bulletproof vest to the protest. Why? 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 Let that sink in for a bit. Underneath his clothes or Outside over the top? of the clothes. Over the top. Why? It's That's what like, I didn't understand. Yeah, I, if the if somebody would have asked me to go and then said they were wearing that, like, right. I'm not going with you. As a disclaimer, this person 
is white. Right. I don't think a black person would... It's hard to say that during this time if a black person would come up with that idea. It's hard to say. Right. But that just the idea of, of, of I'm going to wear this to the protest. What the fuck? What, what, what is going to happen to this damn protest, bro? So just with, because of that, I was like, I'm not about to go to this shit. Well, I mean, they have mm-hmm. been shooting on rubber bullets. They right. have, but... That's so crazy. You're already making yourself a target by doing that. That's what I was thinking. It's one thing if you wear it underneath, but wearing it over top, it's like, what are you doing? It's going to pull up like Rambo to the protest? Right. You have some some holsters. Right? Shoulder holsters. Just waiting. I'm ready. Whenever this goes south. Oh, what do you think about the, uh, not really celebrity appearances, but like the um, character appearances? Like I've seen Batman... Spider-Man. At the protest? Yeah. I haven't seen that. Um, the the dopest one to me that I've seen mm-hmm. was Master Chief. Some tall, tall dude was dressed as Master Chief. Master Chief fucking shit up out there. Like Master Chief from the Navy? No, Master Chief from Halo. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh. I thought that was pretty and dope. And he was looting? No, not like looting. I oh. mean, like... Protesting. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> pull up his master chief. Loot? Steal the hell cash? <laughs> that is crazy. Mm. I mean, I haven't seen really too many appearances. But it, but it's interesting seeing people react to others not having a voice on social media when it comes to, like, um, um Celebrities, right? Like I saw a video of a J.R. Smith basketball player going off on people like Oprah, Will Smith, Denzel, saying, "Where are they at right now? Right, How come we're not vocal. hearing from these people?" Right, bro. Everybody fucking expresses grief and tragic in a different way. Right, you don't know what the hell they're doing on the on, on the sidelines. Just because they're not out on social media, that doesn't mean that they're they're not. They could be out there paying for the family, giving checks. Not you don't know that. Could right. be out there sending money to the the businesses that are losing money, helping bail people out of jail. You you never know what what people are doing. Everybody handles things differently. Right. So that's another thing too. With like, there's been so much pressure surrounding social media for people to to, to act on this. When I when I don't think that's that's how it needs to be. You know. Well, I think that's just the digital uh, age we live in now because we've become accustomed to having 24-7 access to the people that we look, to, look up to or whatever, want to follow. So yeah. at a time like this, you expect a response. Yeah. At least the dopest part, too, with this digital shit is that everything is on the open now. And all these things right. that are happening at the protest, whenever it goes south, it's there for all of us to see. I think um, I seen a quote. I forget who, who it was from. Some it was like somebody asked, "Why is um, racism become this big of a a topic in America?" Mm-hmm. And I think the response was like, "Racism is now being filmed." Exactly. Yeah, it's always been around. It's just now it's digital. Right now it's. Everyone can see it. Mm-hmm. Also, like shout out to all the 
the other countries outside, just other countries in the world that are supporting this movement and like right. doing things in protests in their country regarding this. Like it's crazy. Like whenever something goes down in America, it affects the whole world. And from living in another country and experiencing like whenever shit goes down there, like no one else gives a damn about it outside of that country. Right. To close this out, I uh, wanted to ask you, how do you think the black community should respond going forward? Mm, that's a good question. So, one thing I'm, I'm, um, I'm noticing with the protests and just the whole movement is everybody's coming together. All black people are coming together, helping each other out. And then every all non-black people, when it, but minority. All, all other minorities, as well as certain whites, are coming together as well and standing by. So, one thing I would like to see, and I think would just continue to help us push forward, is us, as a community, black people, help each other out. Like, mm-hmm. really, really help each other out. Because a lot of times, we, we don't. We envy each other's... Um, either materialistic items, wants, needs, or we look down on each other, we fight each other. And yeah, this is kind of just how we've been, what's the word, brainwashed in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just throughout society, throughout um, our, our history here in America. So if we really, really, really come together and fight this as a whole, the more black people that are a part of the movement, and can spread a positive message and just bring light, the stronger our voice is, you know? As well as all the other ethnicities, because they got to understand, Asians, Mexicans, Indians, whatever. Black people go down, y'all coming, y'all next. Right. Be real. Like, take, use that to motivate. (laughs) And I'm sure they know that, you know? So... Us just continue to come together as a whole and preach what we what we need because there there hasn't really been I don't know if if one thing could fix this like I don't know what it's hard to say what what would fix this you know um, like I don't know what what to fix I guess uh, my own response to my own question would kind of be I, I would hope. Huh? I meant to say what to demand. Mm. I would just hope that uh, the passing of George Floyd would kind of be like um, when Emmett Till passed in the, during the Civil Rights Movement. Mm-hmm. I would hope that um, we could uh, just like organize and come up with a, like a course of action or like a plan to bring about change you know by organize either as one group or organized by major cities where the protests where the protests are being held like in LA mm-hmm. you know New York all that See, and that's what's that's what's difficult like I'm seeing these protests and all and the people that are speaking at these protests right mm-hmm Everybody's speaking of equality, how we've been repressed, our fight, our struggle, how none of this is right, none of this is wrong. But I've yet to hear 
what we can do to change. We're all asking for change, right? Right. And I agree. But me, myself, I don't even know what I would present as an idea, a really valid idea that I can see affecting everybody and everybody being on board with. Realistically, create change. I remember seeing on Twitter um, that there's a black group in D.C. I don't remember um, their names or or anything, but they um, organized and had a list of demands. Did you see any of the demands at all? No, I didn't. I just remember seeing it and being like, damn, that's what's up. That's what um, we need to do as a whole. That's for sure. So, did you, I mean, do you have anything else to put with that? No. Well, um, with that being said, we're going to leave a link in uh, the description of this episode to where you can donate to Black Lives Matter and uh, help the cause, the movement. Um, again, respects to George Floyd and his family. They are, uh, it's tough, very, very tough for them. But one positive thing out of this, their father, brother, son, maybe if his parents are alive, he changed the world. Right. That's one thing that they can't take from them. Their, their family member changed the world and has continued to change the world. We'll see what happens, where, where we end up. But, um, be happy for that this is caused so much change and we needed this and it's great in a time like now when everybody can focus on this everybody's home right (laughs) everybody's home ain't doing shit so people's eyes are being opened for sure oh that's my opinion will I end up at a protest in the near future maybe maybe not we'll find out next week that's a good way to sign off. <laughs> yeah.